Welcome back to another episode of Let Us Sip. I am Brittany. I am Kaylani. And I am, I don't know, who's going to want to be this week with this hair, today with this hair? I'm not sure. Okay, I'll be Trophy Sophie, fine. Possibly, just call me Cleo. I'm like a Cleopatra with a little psychic in me. Cleo is good enough. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you look good. Thank you. I just did a look. You know, I had to keep it spicy for my girls out here, you know, summer's around the corner. For the bland ones, I am she. But hey, I did my own eyebrows, and guess what? I still have eyebrows. And happy. I don't look like Mr. Potato Head, thank God. <laughs> if I didn't have this little look, I've been slacking for a few days. So that's why I was like, all right, let me just get out the way. I'm working from home. Mm-hmm. You know, try to take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. But, girl, if not, I would have been right here. Fresh face, right with you, girl. It's all right. It's all right. Well, um, what happened this week? Let's see. Let's see. Mother's Day just passed. How was yeah. your Mother's Day, Brittany? Mother's Day. I mean, all the mothers out there. Um, Shout out to the dope mamas out there. Yeah. Mother's Day was uh, another day. <laughs> 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 I did get to wear my uh my new outfit that I bought, which was just some some new leggings and a cute sweatshirt. But it was comfy. It was cute. A cute look. It was cute. Mm-hmm. It was Mother's Day for this year. Just for me, just the feeling of it was weird. Because I know a lot of people that lost their mother, their grandmother, their aunts, their yeah. sisters. Like Ooh. it was just a weird feeling for even though it is that we can't go outside, just the whole like how the social media is normally like, oh, happy Mother's Day, mom, mom, mom. All I'm seeing is RIP mom, RIP grandma, RIP uh, aunt, RIP sisters. This was a like, very eerie. God damn. Yeah, it was a Seriously. very eerie Mother's Day. Like normally I, I normally get my mom like She's very simple. She's like, nigga, I just want Chanel perfume or like, you know, my mom, she, she's a little fancy, but she like her perfume or like something cute, like a clothes or something. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. she's been working in the hospital. So due to COVID, like she has been a little depressed, you know, because it's constant cold blues that she has to like, you know, report. It's like patients coming in. By the time they're getting off the ambulance, they're already dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why that lady that doctor had to kill herself. Two months. Yeah, for these past two months, it's like constant. It's like getting very dreadful. So I decided to do something nice for her for Mother's Day. Um, I made her room like really nice and cozy. She already has it decorated very nice, but she had this marble table by by the side of her bed. So I got her a cute little lamp. Um, my cousin Rabbit. Well, me and Brittany cousin. He passed away in November 2019. Mm-hmm. So um, I got a photo of him inside um, a cute little frame beside her bed. And his smile was so contagious. Like, it, it will really change the whole vibe of a room. Right, Brittany? The boy has some good teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Rabbit. Oh, my God. That boy has some real good teeth. <laughs> right. And you know so what the handsome. thing is, I was actually 
fortunate enough to meet him before he passed away. Even in the final yes, day, he still was yes. with it. He still was with it. And yes. then everyone's like, yo, he got whatever going on. I don't even understand how he got the energy it is that he had. He was with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was with it. Right before he died, he's calling me, asking me, okay, you good? <laughs> like his last days, he's calling me at work like, yo, you good? It's like 7, 30, 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, are you good? Like, right. he's like, yeah, I'm straight. Like, I'm good. It was weird here, too, because, you know, my husband mother died. So he, uh, yes. you know, I got to give him the benefit of the doubt. I wasn't expecting nothing crazy because I'm like, this is your first Mother's Day without your mom so you know, okay. but then I had to get a lot of phone calls everybody calling me to check to see if he okay and I'm like yeah all right he's doing the best he can what, what can he do yeah so it was just a long day it's a very I'm sure like me and my mom we have our relationship let's just say like that you know like I'm the only child but the thought of knowing that she's not here or like I can't call her as tight as we are and as tight as he was with his mom, mm-hmm. R.I.P. Trish, you know, that's my girl. You know, when your mom is gone, it's kind of a wound that was like never really healed. Mm-hmm. So it's like you really have to learn a whole new life of just like being, you know, being and doing what you got to do without really like reaching out to her you know but still talking to her in a different way and shout out to just everybody that's being strong if they lost somebody whether it's a coronavirus or just in general around this time like it's just very weird and I don't think the world noticed how unnormal it hasn't been like for so long I don't think we would even really know when we would get back to our quote-unquote normal again mm-hmm. but um yeah, so, oh, yeah, did y'all see the verses with Erica Badu and um, Jill Scott? I am still playing Erica Badu and Jill Scott. Yeah, it I'm was at the party, though. They was up to 2 a.m., I heard. Yeah, she had, um like, her, on her own little website. But I think she charged, like, $2. I just didn't want to pay. Being uh, frugal, I guess. I just didn't want to pay for it. But I listened to um, D-Nice. And somebody else was playing. Oh, DJ Doe. Okay, okay. My evening was was good. I can't complain. Um, yeah, we lost. Betty Wright died. Mad people died on Saturday. I was like, what the fuck? Wait. Oh, yeah, Betty Wait a Wright. Okay, I'm thinking, I thought you said Betty White. Oh, no, not yet. She's still holding on. Ooh, uh, Ooh, I'm about to I'm about to leave here. Yeah, I got to go. I got to go. I'm a golden girl, but shout out to Betty Wright. Um, R.I.P. Andre Harrell died. Yeah. Yes. My father is devastated, y'all. I bet. I bet. That shit hurts. Big impact of of the old. He was the impact of how Guy got famous. For real, for real. He gave him that shot. You know, and he really believed in him, but I mean, a lot of people. It wasn't the Rona. I found out it wasn't the Rona. It was like heart disease or something, right? Yeah, he had depression or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think um, 
Betty Wright, she died. That's the lady who sings um, Clean Up Woman. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. passed away. I think it was some some type of cancer I think she had. God bless her. Little Richard. He yes, Little Richard. Mm-hmm. And then on the Monday, wasn't father, like that, I'm not going to lie. The father from King of Queens. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Yo, you know what's so wild is that uh, I be he was like so, so funny. I be so into my generation of people, and I know what it is that they get their little Oscars and so on and so forth. So I be so into us. I don't never be doing the background like, oh, that was Ben Stiller pops. I didn't Even know that. The, what's the name? Me either. Even with like that wow. from like Law and Order, Olivia Benson, her mother or father, somebody said like they all connect, like these actors and stuff, their parents be acting, they're just following mm-hmm. their footsteps, but the older people mm-hmm. know these folks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this weekend was pretty sad, you know, for yeah, most their family members. R.I.P. to them. Um, yeah, I think that was pretty much it that happened so far. So, I seen a question on Shade Room today. Um, I'm not even going to say this child's name, but she said that women should be financially taken care of in a relationship. Um, Your woman shouldn't have to worry about paying a damn thing, and she capitalized damn. If you cannot afford to take care of a woman completely, don't date or pursue a woman until you can. This woman is the prize. Pay for it. How y'all feel about that? Can I go? (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little torn. Like, I'm just like, she, for one, I was just like, immediately, she's a bum bitch, like, to be saying that. All right. I understand. I got too much independent in me a little bit. So I understand in the sense, like, yes, the guy's supposed to be able to afford, but she forgot to mention that a woman should already be able to take care of her goddamn self with or without a man, period. Mm-hmm. But in a sense, I'm I'm here with her, you know, I'm like side eye, right? I feel you, like, you know, because if I don't got it, my man should be able to, but it's also vice versa. And I think a lot of women, it's like, and the spectrum is like three different type of women, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that woman that already have all them, like, morals, you know, them old school morals. And then we have new school chicks, you know, as well, that be like, listen, I'm all about the money. I'm not opening my legs unless he paying my bills. The first conversation, they talking about how how can you benefit me? Like, you know? And then it's like a chick that's willing to meet a nigga halfway, you know, because she knows she got her own at the end of the day. But, you know, I, I just think that was a little extreme. Like, it's more than that. Like, the the sound of it sounds great. And some women are what they call kept bitches. So mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. statement to me sounded like a kept female. I'm not gonna call her a bitch again, but um, a cat female, right? Yeah. I feel like it's some women that's like, if a man is paying the bills and doing, I don't care what he do, he can cheat on me, he can do that. But at the end of the day, he's providing. Like you know, like that mean they was like, if a guy cheated on you, what they said like three thousand a week or whatever, like would you still 
Well, no, I've actually spoken to a woman who knew that her husband liked the ladies. She said it flat out. She knew he was a ladies man, but it didn't bother her because she felt like if she kept doing what she had to do at home and he kept the money coming in, like, you know, it was something that they could eventually get over. So, I mean, I'm like, it sounds good, but I'm like, sis, you sound unhappy. That's not like kept Right. And I'm like, right. I can't, I can't see myself knowing my nigga out here doing some other shit, taking care I of can't. another yeah. shit. And you, you shut me up because you provided money. Like, I just never looked at a man as being a provider like that for me. Like I, cause I've never, like the few people that I did date, I always made more money than them. So, right, and you mentioned that a few times. Right, so like a man was never a need; it was more mm-hmm. so it was more so of a want. So I. But it's a lot of women so. that can relate to you, though, because unfortunately, it do be a lot of guys that like you know. But I just look at it like if you, it's just it's scary to me because I'm like if you're gonna be that person to take care of me like that. I feel like I'm giving up my freedom so you can kind of tell me when and where or how we're going to spend this money. Mm-hmm. You're the one that's making it. And, that's and personally, money. personally piggybacking on that, I can't, I can't physically allow somebody to have that much control or like me putting my happiness and my morals to the side just to be in a relationship. You know, like, if you know you really not with a nigga cheating on you and, you know, disrespecting you and stuff, whether he got millions of dollars, I will smack the shit out of you with a million of dollars in your bank account. Like, who was you talking to? You should want a man to be around, not need a man to be around. The whole thing is, it sounds good, but what am I giving up to have? What am I getting really out of it, though? No, this, this is my my thing for stuff like this is that at the end of the day, and you stuff. know, a lot of dudes are look are list, look at her posts or just they talk about it and they be like, oh, this fucking gold digging. Y'all made this person. Y'all created it. It's the men it is that she's been dating that allows that mindset of hers to be okay because she puts that down. Somebody kicked it off and she's been putting it down for a long time. Niggas been like, all right, cool, I'll pay for everything. But just as it is, you said, Brittany, I'm not going to compromise my morals or values behind a dollar sign. The person, the, the last situation I had, this, but it's like, honestly, I'm one of those people like a, you're dead ass stuck in the middle because I had a situation where a person was a millionaire. He said, listen, I'm a piece of shit. I'm kind of young. I need you to have a seat. I'm going to pay for X, Y, and Z, but I'm going to be a piece of shit. And at that time, I had somebody, a regular worker, me making more money, but that person that was making more money made me happier than the person it was that was the millionaire. Fast forward. What the millionaire wanted to do is the same thing that that broke nigga ended up doing. So my mind always goes back to, I have the same ending results. Here I am now, at least I could have been having a stash over here, putting this shit towards something, flipping it, doing all of this. And this person, whatever Meek Mills is, I'm a cry in the Rolls Royce, that is reality for a lot of stuff. So Mm -hmm. are you gonna take that L and be with this broke nigga that's perfectly fine in the beginning, and then at the end, he the same piece of shit that person A was telling you he is from the door and he's going right. to cash out for it? 
So it's always it's all and it's always gonna be like shit. I could have had a couple thousand dollars right now in a fucking stash that we <laughs> fucking paid for dates and flying here and flying fucking there and that. But ultimately, I'm always gonna stay to me, and that's that's very hard mm-hmm. for a lot of people to do. Like I'm staying to the core. I'm, well, I'm however it is that you treat me, I'm not gonna go around and start treating people that way because that's what you did. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. That's mm-hmm. just not what it is that I do. But for her, it's like, could you maintain it yourself? I don't have a problem with niggas paying for stuff or whatever the case might like. I've done been in first conversation right. with a nigga. Where you at? I'm in Victoria's Secret. Oh, you about to buy a bra? What's your cash out? I'm going to send it over to you right there. First conversation. First conversation. But when it's a nigga like that, bitches know how to play off of niggas like that. That's mm-hmm. how bitches end up like shorty. Like, this is our first conversation. I'm telling you that I'm in Victoria's Secret. You cash having me $300 for me to buy some shit. I know exactly how to work you, my nigga. Right. And that's how bitches mind. Them niggas, nah. I stay is. away from niggas like that. Nah, you, nah. You toxic. I haven't you toxic had the <laughs> No, Maybe but we do that sound like... Uh, I'm going, how, however it is you want to pull it, bo boy. Let's let's get to it because it's gonna be a, just like that nigga that's on the phone with you. He has the same goal as the broke nigga that's on the phone with you, and you going into Victoria's Secret, and eventually he'll be like, send me some pictures of the shit it is you sent. So you have one nigga on the phone get offering you three hundred dollars for you to go get your stuff for you to take your little bra pic. Have another nigga on the phone saying, send a pic and not sending a coin. So that's what it is. You gotta like, you gotta figure out what are you gonna stick to what it is that you wanna do, or you gonna get a couple Sophie, hours out of it. Sophie so, feeling shorty. Sophie feeling shorty statement like I don't do shit wrong with I, this I, I run into a lot of people like that, and they be feeding the cash out. But like I said, it's ultimately up to you. But can she right. maintain it herself? That's where I have a problem with women. You want this nigga to buy this bag, this car, this, this and social media is bad. Because social media be having niggas buy Range Rovers for Valentine, not reality stuff. This and, is exactly why God made shit, me a female. The if I was a man, they be mm-hmm. on lease and they don't even be in their name. So when he goes, guess what goes too? Because like you said, can you afford that? You be want like, him to maintain a lifestyle that you can't afford yourself. If he wasn't in, right. can you get this range? Can you buy this Louis Vuitton? You can't afford it yourself. How you want him to step it up to afford but it? But a lot of women feel like they don't have to prove themselves or they feel like they don't have to show that they're worthy enough for that. It's like, because I'm a female. She says she's surprised. <laughs> for the pussy. So yeah, in a way it is a prize, but it's just they like, do. that shit could be I a I mean, at the end of the day, we know pussy runs the world. We already know that. You got to be able exactly. to do that because if you want to be treated that way, they're going to expect you to act a certain way. They're going to expect you to do X, Y, and Z. So to you tolerate a certain play, amount of shit, too. You can't really come in here and play kept bitch and then don't want to clean the house because he can flip Exactly. It. I gave you X, Y, and Z. So I should have a fucking clean house, laundry. I should come home to a meal. I right. should be able to get that pussy whenever I want. I should be able to, you <laughs> oh, should be able to do whatever I say. Like, bitches, I say, don't like you should be able to say how high. Like I'm torn because niggas is doing this that is broke as fuck. That nigga's yeah. walking through the fucking door right now with not a, more than $100 in his pocket. And he's acting for the same thing that homeboy's asking for. So who's really wrong here? I can't try and act like 
I wasn't in a situation where a guy really was just a good guy. You know, I was just blessed. And so I was like, wait, what the hell is the catch? Like, you know, it's like, wait. You know, because in the beginning, you know, they always say it's good. But it's like, when it's still good, it's like, all right, y'all, should I be worried? Like, you know, but sometimes should just be alright right now, you know, like. Right, but and it, it's so bad that our mind be like that. It be so condemned, like so fast. I got like, our mind just be conditioned. Mm-hmm. Our mind just be conditioned to it. Like it was a, a situation I had, and everything he said he did, but everything he said that he would do, I'm just waiting for the fuck up because I'm so used to fuck ups, and I'm like, and we're I'm waiting, to myself like, so used to failure, so like, that we're waiting wait, wait, for wait, that people don't happen. argue every day. Wait, wait, right. they don't argue. This is. They don't argue with me? Yes. Like, you paying attention to me so much, I could wake up in the morning and the food it is that I like or how I like my iced coffee is there. Like, this is no... No, no, no. But we look for something hidden, like, uh-uh, uh-uh. This, this, this is it. Like, toxic is he so normal to us. Kidding. So it's like, uh-uh. Nigga gotta be <laughs> he on it He got a family. So, like, we're looking for everything. And we be ruining, a lot of women be ruining the situation mm-hmm. themselves because they're looking for that. It's not there. That could just be that person. They could just that be was that like person. me when I first started dating my husband. He started calling me fucking pet names. I'm like, that's not my fucking name. <laughs> I was already on my toxic shit. Like, nigga, you know what my name is. Don't call me that. And don't be trying to fucking fuck me up either with that shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we don't even, it's like sometimes we don't even know how to adjust to it. Or like even the thought of you waking up and a guy is just like, you know, they're just looking at you and just really at all watching you sleep. And it's just like, you know, I really fuck with you. And it's just like, sometimes it really don't be a cat. Right, them niggas be the you know? Don't be the killers. Yeah, but it just be, you know, not, not saying that extreme, but I'm just saying, like, they could be that into you. They just be like, nigga, you gotta be texting. Let me see your phone. Like, you know, and so that's how it'd be a whole mess of stuff. Like, he doesn't had roses and everything. You like, let me see your fucking phone, nigga. You gotta be, <laughs> you know. And it's some toxic women too. So let's get into our topic of the night. Right. Um. Before we do, this week's sip of the week is gonna be the word parents. Um. If you guys have never heard us, every week we pick a word, and every time you hear us say this word, we need you to do what, ladies? Sip. 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 So you're going to hear the word parents, and when you hear the word parents, we want y'all to drink. Um, So this week, we wanted to touch on basically the shit that parents left out when they told us that we can grow up. Um, They always, I know my mother was fucking poster child of, yeah, when you grow up, you can do whatever you want. And I was like, I can't wait till I grow up. I'm tired of this. I want to be able to hang out when I want to. I want to be able to do what I want to do. Now that I've grown up, I'm like, this shit is the fucking ghetto. They left out a lot of shit that I didn't find out until I was in the shit. And I'm like, mom, you ain't give a nigga a heads up or hootie hoo or nothing. That's the number one thing they left out. This shit is the ghetto bill. That never go away. They never really elaborated on that part. Yeah, they I know my mom is in that. No, how much me. money it was a month? They didn't. They didn't talk about that. Right. <laughs> so like, y'all missed out on the important shit. Where's that important shit at? Yeah. 
So, like, if you could tell your younger self something that you learned as being an adult that would be beneficial to you now, what do you think that would be? I would tell myself, don't be afraid. And sometimes you got to hurt people's feelings. Because I've been kind of, like, I don't like confrontation too much. I mean, if we got to go there, then we're going to go there. But like a lot of times I kick myself in the ass about being too nice and not speaking up or just not wanting to have conflict. So I would definitely tell myself, don't be scared, speak up. And if sometimes it's going to hurt somebody's feelings. Yeah. And sometimes by not speaking up when it happens, it can make it even more worse. Like because by the time you get it off your chest, it can either be like a, a bad reaction, like a buildup. Or it can be like a switch. I mean, you got me and stop. Like, you know, like <laughs> zero to 100 real quick. Like, right. So, but yes. If it's something that I had to tell my younger self, was um, a few things I would tell myself. Um, for one, it's okay to say no mm-hmm. and be firm on it. It is. Um, a Yes, me being a young entrepreneur, like when you set your price, that's your worth, you know, and to be firm on it because when men say, okay, it's $60 or $70, guys, oh, that's it, you know. But when girls, you know, say they always either want to like get another deal, you know, or look out or, you know, something like you know you have to it's okay to be a bitch like you said like and set the tone you know like I'm a businesswoman at the end of the day like respect it I'm not just KK you know or Kaylani like you know like you will be somebody one day but when you know as a kid you only thinking about being a kid you don't really realize like yo I can really be a doctor one day or I could really be you know an entrepreneur, like, you know, you can have a whole business or storefront, you'd be like, oh, shoot, like, I would have never really thought that. Right. Um, one thing I would tell my younger self is, like, do not stop dreaming until your dreams become reality. Like, that's that's one thing I would really tell my younger self. Like, no matter what, because you're going to go through some shit. Like, you know, they don't really... Because, you know, at the same time, you want to protect your kid. You don't want to really exposing too much to the world but it's like you gonna go through some trials mm-hmm. with the with all cats like you know in tribulations like that's the real thing but to really just keep going like you know it's a thing called anxiety but you know go through it like you know mm-hmm. you're gonna be all right what about you sophie um i got a couple of things i think one of the, the things it is is that I mean, even as an adult now that I'm realizing like failure is an option, right? And we all got that failure is not, yes, it is. Yes. You're going to fail. But it's not about the fall down. It's about the get up. Are you going to make it better mm-hmm. than it is that, that you did it before? And we all be killing ourselves for year. Like, I was going to put this question on Instagram like a couple of days ago. Like, what did you want to be when you wanted to be a kid? 
right? And for the most part, not a majority of us, we don't achieve that because when we're kids, we want something that's, that's a lot of education behind it. And as we start getting at teenage years or preteen, we're like, I'm not going to school for all of that time. Like, I can't. Exactly but if you I'm look back really at right. what age you are now, you could have do it. You could have done it. If you, you would have been on top right. of it and coming out of high school at 16, 17, you could have been that doctor. You could have been in the school for a million years and you would have been fine. Like where you're at now, you just would have had a whole different career, possibly a whole different lifestyle. Like you could do it. Mm -hmm. So don't put a cap on it is that whatever it is that you are trying to do. Something else that I would have had to tell myself back in the days. And when it is that I had uh, my little cousin, I had custody of her. And kids, they be finding it so much to make sure that they do stuff so that their friends like them. But in reality, as you get right. older, the people that you're going to be tightest with is going to be your siblings or your cousins and stuff like that. Like, exactly. you can going out of your way to be like, I want this friend in high school, like ninth, 10th grade. I want this friend to like me. You're going to be in college. You go through friends like drugs. Like, you're going to you get, you're going to be in niggas' houses and compromising situations because of this whole friend that you got that you don't want to be, that you, when you get in college, when you be an adult, you're not even going to speak to them anymore. And you don't been in the right. side of just stuff. But people don't realize, like, what it is that you do outside of school, because I had a little cousin, she book smart, but what she did as soon as that clock hit three o'clock and that bell rung, wasn't right. So you got to make sure that you realize <laughs> you need to be smart outside of school. Yeah, and make smart decisions outside of school as well. Also, and you hate, and another thing, your parents are human too. We be kids and we hate our fucking parents. We hate everything they say, everything they tell us. But as we get older, you be like, you know what? I asked the fucking right. This asshole. Yeah, I call, I call <laughs> Yo, I was there. I'm guilty. Like, are you like, my mother's a hater. Like, you know. A lot of people, even as being adults, and I was going back and forth with a dude the other day on social media, like, did your mother or father, we all as parents or as adults now, we sit down and look at how our mother or father treated us and possibly we might have handled it differently. But you have to understand, did your parents sit down and say, you know what, I'm going to do this purposely to hit, to hurt Brittany. I'm going to do this purposely to hit Kate, uh, to hurt Kaylani. That's not the case. They just thought that what was best for their life at that time. And people don't understand, right. like, your mother didn't sit around and be like, I'm doing this just to fuck with her life. That's not what they do. Right. They thought that was the best decision at their time. We might think something different. They might choose something different now, but at that time, they thought that was fine. Well, that's what you see mm -hmm. when you become a parent. You see a lot of the fuck-ups. You see a lot of the things that, well, you actually experience some of the feelings because you know what your kid is feeling because you remember feeling that way. So mm -hmm. like, they tell you that your kid is a mirror of you. It is the whole fucking truth. Like, yeah. I remember, I see his face and I remember, oh, I felt that way. And I remember what my mother did to me and how I reacted and what I didn't like about it. So I try right. to be a little bit better and more understanding because I'm like, yo, I've been there. I understand it. And, you know, with the, gotta be patient, right? the parents that we grew up with, like a lot of our parents, old school, they were raised where children were seen, not heard. Kid, they were raised mm -hmm. where, you know, kids didn't have an opinion. What I said was God, but like 
they didn't never realize like you know kids have feelings too they may they're at especially when mm-hmm. they they're at their most vulnerable and most honest stages in life so you know a lot of times parents may just shut you down instead of just listening they may not oh my god yeah how they feel to you know adjust to you but the intention is there the intention is good Mm-hmm. That's so funny, and I commend you for that, Brittany. Because a lot of people always fall on one or two sides of the spectrum. Either mm-hmm. they're gonna be exactly identical to what fuck ups it is that the parents did, or they're gonna look back and be like, "All right, this was fuck up. This fuck up. I'm gonna make sure that I don't do that." Mm-hmm. And that goes for yeah. everything. Like when a father's being a domestic violence to the mother, either the son is gonna come out and say, "I would never touch a woman, regardless of what she does," or he's gonna come out and be a woman beater. So, and my mother just said, like, my mother, my grandmother used to take, they, like, they used to work. She used to take, they check the second she came in the door. Like, stuff it is my grandmother did. My mother will go out of her way. My mother right this second. I am 97. My my sister's like 307. We could go to my mother's house right now and be like, all right, I'm going to live here with you. She will not let us pay a dime. Like, she refused to let because of how her mother treated her. Like, she know how her mother used to be as far as taking every coin it is from us. So she was, yes. now my aunts, they're the total different. Once it is that you come in that house, they're going to need that check. What's up? Get that to me first. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then, we'll but my mother does the total opposite of how my grandmother was. Well, that's a good thing because, like, paying rent and stuff like that. My mother never really made me pay rent, but she suggested that I pay other bills and she was sneaky about it. I'm like, well, damn, why you didn't just tell me flat out, hey, I'm not going to charge you rent, but you're going to have to buy food or you're going to have to do this, buy the toiletries, do something. That's what I mean mm-hmm. about them giving shit out. Like, oh, her idea of telling me that I was going to pay bills was her sitting a cable bill on my bed. And I'm looking like, well, that's in your name, sis. What do you want me to do about it? <laughs> but I feel you on that one because my I'm mom like, well, she said that he pays over six hundred dollars every month. But when my I first like, started my job, me. I'm like, Geez. talk to me and let's let's work this out and set an understanding. And then if you're going to sit here and tell me pay rent or pay this, pay that, teach me how to budget. Mm-hmm. Like basically, what she would tell right. me was, this is what you're going to pay. My stepfather was on some shit, like, which, you know, it means a lot to me now. He was on some shit, like, I'm not never giving you no money to get to work. His whole thing was, you make money, you put that money aside so that you can get to work. He said, I'll pay for everything else you want, but I will never pay for you to get transportation from home to work. That's on you. But I'm like, all of these statements were good. But you understood it later in life. So, like, right. you, hate, that, you hate, hate them when they're telling you that. Yeah. You hate right. them. Wait, like, what? what? You see, the thing is, for my parents, my parents was like the subtle world. Like I said, I never got beat in my life. Shirley was a, a punishment person. But she was brutal. she take away everything. TV, radio, gerbil, everything. Every, you can't have nothing, <laughs> nothing at all. Right? I'd be like, how mean are you? You take away my gerbil. Like how who who's that mean you take with him? This is the only thing I have in this room that will help me get past the day. How is it that you're taking away away that? But I used to get allowance. I used to get for my my father used to give me one fifty every week, and my mother used to give me. She used to work for the board ed, so she got paid by weekly. So she would give me three hundred dollars every paycheck. So it's like 
I had six hundred dollars to work off of, but that wasn't not not said. Well, it was six hundred in total. Part of me, Shirley gave me one fifty every two weeks, and Anthony gave me fifty dollars every uh couple of weeks. So at, at the end of the day, I had like a good six hundred dollars of the month to work off, but that wasn't enough for me. Hip hop had me gone. I used to love Lil Kim, Moschino. What? I seen Biggie on a boat with a Versace shirt. Nigga, I need a Versace shirt too. What are you talking about? What's Lil Kim said that? I don't rock Moschino because every bitch got a Moschino girl. I don't want this. I don't want, I need something else. I don't want so that $600 was not enough for me. But that's when it is that I started indulging in credit cards. So that's one of the things it is I wanted to tell my older self also. Before it is that you get a credit card, make sure you know how to actually use one. Because a lot of people, yeah. especially for the minorities, our credit is shot before we even <laughs> 21. Like, it shot. Our parents credit be shot, shot by the time we be Either, either we the parent done right. put your name on something. Because I mm -hmm. know for me, the credit cards it is that I had, I would use my social, my name, but use a different date of birth. I wasn't even 18. I had these credit cards when I was like 15, 16 years old. So I would have a whole different date of birth, but it's me, my social. And I'm not knowing nothing. This is still your social. This is still right. going to get attached to you going forward. So, but that, that used to keep me, that used to hold me over. I'm like, what? $600 ain't nothing. Six hundred dollars ain't ain't about nothing. I got. I but you know, shout out to our moms for being dope ass mothers. At the end of the day, you know, um, we wish that they were just a little more real with us. That's all. Right. Just a little more real and a little more. You know, kids got good imagination, so you know, you could have made it in another way, like you know, to form my imagination, like to really be on your ish. Like, I remember before I went to college, my mom, she was really trying to get her credit together. She was telling me, Kay, when you make it in the real world, you got to get your shit together because the real world will eat you up but and like chew you said, out. That sounds great, but... How am I going to avoid that? Like, from being chewed up by the world. <laughs> right, and it's like my mother would tell me, yeah, you getting out of here, you going to go to college. The whole thing was go to school, go to college. And I'm like... When it was time for me to start preparing for college, I was the one sitting out here trying to figure out how the fuck to fill out these college applications, how all of this stuff worked with financial. Right. All she knew was go to school. And it's like, go to school and do what? How am I going to pay for this? Hold on. Right. They don't tell you. All right. My first week of college. My first week of college, I paid $1,000 alone just on books. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'd be damned if I even ask my mom for food. Like, you get stressed out because it's like, damn, you got rent. And my mom, she was paying my rent, her rent. And I'm just like, damn, I don't want to go out my way and ask her for the most. Right. But at the same time, it's like, I'm just a grateful to have a good mother. Like, for real. Like, right. I, wish you, I feel wish she was more, a little more real, Lena. If you listen to <laughs> me, I just wish she was a little more real with the girl. Hey, like, I mean, I learned from my father how to write my first check, so that was beneficial. So if y'all haven't taken a drink already, parents, 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 parents. Parents. Period. So did your parents ever tell you about the importance of actually owning your own, like owning a home? No. Mm -mm. I think they should have told us that. Absolutely. <laughs> if they get one, how they don't tell us how, like 
Right. Especially a lot of minority families because, like, you know, a lot of our parents either never really had it mm-hmm. themselves. You know, they just trying to, you know, do the best they can to make sure we got what we got. Mm-hmm. But just probably affecting their credit for real. They trying to make sure we eat and get what we got to get. But, you right. know, my mom and dad, my parents, <laughs> drink! <laughs> my parents, they never um, really elaborated on that, no. Yeah. But, uh, my mother was always telling me, like, you know, avoid debt, avoid credit card debt and things like that. But, you know, as I got older, I realized, you know, it's okay to have some debt because that's what helped build your credit. Like they never taught us about building credit. Like my parents was always telling me, you know, pay this off, make sure, you know, you spend a little bit and pay it right off. Not really explaining like, you know, it's okay to have a small balance, not, you know, $5 left on a $5,000 credit card. That's not cool. That's not beneficial to your credit. Like I wish they would have told me like, it's okay to get one credit card to start off. And then, you know, you take time and you show them that, hey, I am responsible. I can pay this uh, instead of just knocking it right off because that really doesn't help your credit. What about you, Sophie? What did your parents say? No, they didn't tell me shit. They didn't tell me nothing about life. That's what it is. I think the, the old school of my family, like my grandmother and them, their grand, their parents instilled that in them because each and every one of them had a house. Like my people, for the most part, they be renters. They're not really into like property and all of that stuff like that. Property to them is like you need a billion dollars and all that. This ain't like right. back in the day. And they got that all in their mind. Like you could fucking own some shit and just be normally working. You could get some shit and have a little sexy, calm put down and your mortgage is not going to be crazy, but they still got that shit conditioned. Like every single house in the whole world costs $40 billion. Like right. it does. Right. <laughs> And then, like, I didn't know until I purchased my own home that there was a such thing as homeowners insurance. Well, I know about regular homeowners insurance, but they also have um, other insurance to help, like, say, for instance, your washing machine or your freezer break. They have insurance for that, too. So, like, a lot of times, your parents are nervous. Like, they'll be like, oh, no, don't get a house because you have to pay for everything, which is true. Right. Because there is no housing when it comes to owning your own house. Sorry, buddy. Well, teach me how to afford this house that I'm going to get one day. Like, you know, like. I didn't even know that that wasn't insurance. Like, you pay maybe $60 a month. Right. If my garbage disposal breaks, I just pay the deposit and they'll buy the parts and they'll take care of the actual labor and maintenance. See? Which is nothing. It's not that bad once you think about it. But, you know, know, so it scared them. So it was hard for them to pass down knowledge that they didn't know. Mm-hmm. And it's, even for stuff for apartment people, they have fucking insurance in case there's a insurance. happen. Yeah, like they, it covers your clothes and X, Y, and Z. It's like a lot of people are not informative on how that whole thing works. It's a lot. It's hella grants. It's hella law. It's hella grants. Yeah. It's, 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 we get as first-time homeowners. We yeah, a lot of them, they want you to do like a little punk ass workshop, and but the workshop be like a calm two, three months, and then they giving you some money, like, send yeah. your ass in this punk ass class once a week. Yeah. 
Yeah. So instead of you working and busting your ass for 10, 15 years just to save up $10,000, you mm -hmm. can actually go through that process and have them pay your closing costs. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they, like you said, there's things out there, but, you know, they don't know. So, you know, it's hard for them to give you that advice. Like, exactly. Even, like, having, like, a... Um, a business I didn't know being a makeup artist if I was to have my own like beauty salon or beauty bar I um I supposed to have insurance on my hands oh wow mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and like you know and liability you should have you know at least a million dollars up to you know if you want to have good liability just in case if somebody hurts slip and fall you could be good you know, you they charge you $500 for a Band-Aid in the ER. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, you know, they, they charge you $500 for a Band-Aid in the ER. <laughs> <laughs> it is that whatever part of them is what makes them money, they can insure it. And that even goes for hand models, feet models, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. They be having parts of them insured because this is their money maker. So right. anything yeah. that makes you money, if you look into it, ultimately you can get insurance for it. If you model earrings, you can get insurance for your air because this air is what's giving you an income. Like when she had her legs insured for a million dollars. Yeah. They like yeah. too. They get her pay too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's not even a lot for them. Nope. Because, I mean, like, we were actually looking at getting, like, starting a company, and we were looking into insurance. And, you know, to us, it sounds like an astronomical number. But in reality, I'm like, if we had three to four people in our vehicle and we get in an accident, that's, you know how much the fucking doctor bills be costing? Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got mine insured, like, you right. got a few thousand. I like, think it's like ten thousand or ten right. or twenty thousand each person. Like a million dollars for four people ain't shit. If they broke yeah. up, <laughs> they really hurt and they gotta stay in the hospital for days. Right. And Weeks. They charging your ass by the minute. Shit, they charge you a lot for the fucking TV. Thank God. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thank God the technology. That my mother-in-law. She was in the hospital. She was like, I'm not paying for that fucking TV. She had her iPad charged and she was ready to go. To the <laughs> like, you don't want it? She's like, fuck out of here for regular TV and I'm watching Netflix. <laughs> right. And I got Netflix right here in, in my hand. Right. Yeah. So I, you keep that, sis. I'm going to go ahead and pay what I'm paying. But yeah, like even like the difference when it comes to like investing money. Like, you know, stocks, you know, yeah, a lot of people, like a lot of parents, they talk about, you know, just go get you a good job and get you a 401k. But, you know, they never really told us how we can try to make money, you know, our money work for us. Like, you know, a lot of people run to CDs. Um, mm -hmm. They find out, like I found out that IRA was better than getting a CD. And a lot of our parents, Brittany, they don't tell us that if you don't go to college, you will still be okay. Yeah, because they don't you know. know. Yeah, they because, know. you know, of course, it's like every every parent's standard. I don't have any children, but I want the best for my child. Of course, I want them to go to an HBCU. An HBCU. I don't want them to go to a regular college. Like, right. I want them to go to an HBCU. Like, you know, 
and really get to their roots, you know, and really feel that independence one day, like, you know, but at the same time, even if you don't get into college, like the importance of even, yeah, you still gonna be all right. Right. You can even get a trade that that can be your backup plan instead of going through college. Like, cause you know, college, my best friend made more than me and she ain't gonna ever go to college. I'm like, that don't mean nothing. Jack squat. Jack squat. Like, I know hella people with college degrees and before all of this happened, like they working at fucking Forever 21 and shit. Like, yeah, our parents are so confined and they got a degree. They're in that, they're in that box. That's why one of Kanye West, that college job, but like the older crowd, they're in that box. They can't, they can't conform to the new breed of how it is that like our generation is kind of scary they're super scared our generation is kind of scared we want to indulge we don't kind of because we got that still in mindset like this is this a is a b is b c is c so we have a little we want to splash in it but our moms and them taught us that the younger kids they don't give a fuck they're going to put it all in and they're going to just do it and be youtube stars and they're going to be millionaires and they, they're fine with that they don't want right. to do no work i'm going to do with the internet it's popular and i'm going to become a millionaire and it works for them right we be kind of scared because if we got our moms back here like uh-uh that ain't supposed to go like, to work the job the job yeah i ain't when i was in high school right I think it was my 16th or my 17th birthday. I was just on some nut shit. Like, so I was like, yo, mom, huh? This is a story, story. So it's it's, it's a, it's a parents, 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 parents. So it's like a quick story. Cause my mom, she's, she's black and Filipino, but her Filipino side be just coming out. Like it be, it be thick sometimes. So I was like, yo, mom, for my 16th birthday, I don't really want nothing. I don't want to see 16. I was like, I want my whole arm done. She's like, done with what? I was like, like a tattoo. I was like, I don't want a sleeve. So like, I'm showing her the photos. I'm like, I got Hello Kitty. I got, you know, lipstick. Yeah, like I got lipstick. Parents, 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 parents. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, so I got the whole thing. I'm like, I got your name. You know, like, I had like a, it, I was like, it's going to be real girly. Like, you know, it's going to be real cute. I got the colors and everything. So she was like, she kept it just straight up. And my mom, she smoked weed. I know she smoked a blunt after that. Like, she looked at me. She was like, Kaylani, let me just tell you something real quick. You come in my house with your arm done. You better leave or I'm going to chop it off. Like, it was like straight up. I was like, <gasps> but now, like when I was in high school, I was like, but my principal, I was like, that since the principal got his whole sleeve done, like he showed it on the very last day of school every year. Like he'll wear a short sleeve, but he normally wear long sleeve every single day. But I was like, come on, you can still be whatever you want to be. And now you cannot be discriminated by your hair, mm-hmm. by your tattoos. Nothing. I was like, see, Ma, I could have got it out the way. She was like, girl, shut up. Like, <laughs> like, I didn't go to college, and it bugs me out because the job that I work at, like, I was able to get in at an interview, mm-hmm. and, and by default, shit, I got promoted. Period. Like, right. So, mm-hmm. you know, I had... I hate, I hate that, that we're, we're unfortunately in a society, even though we're in 2020, mm-hmm. what is it the first thing that happens? How they look at They see you visually. 
They don't know what your name is, how much education you got, what your background. They know nothing. It's just that yeah. visual, and I hate, I hate that because but I remember I had someone back in the day. He used to have like tattoos all here. He was a stockbroker. They used to make him come to work every day with a long sleeve. Even though it was that he had the top of whatever, he was the top broken in. Every day he had to come into the law. And it wasn't even people coming into the office. It's just that they just didn't want them to have no tattoo. <laughs> it was crazy because, like, when I came into my job and I had a new team, you know, they do their little funky-ass meet and greet and everything. So, you know, everybody was like, yeah, you know, I went to this university. I went to that university. I broke this bone. I broke that bone. I was like, yeah, I ain't go to college. I said, I went to the school of life. <laughs> I figured this shit out and I'm mm-hmm. here. <laughs> and yeah, that's Beyonce. <laughs> I'm school of life. I'm like, yeah, I just figured this shit out and I got lucky. Like, and they was just looking like, oh. And I was like, yeah, I've been here longer than all y'all at the company longer than everybody there, even the fucking manager. And they was just like, oh, you, yeah, I've been here. I may not know a lot. I may not talk my shit, but I said, but I see. I've been here. I, I, I know how this shit works. But, like, you know, that's the thing that frustrated me, because, like, when I didn't go to school, my mother was like, well, it's either you're going to go to school or you're going to go to work. She never said, well, Brittany, what do you want to do? So I never really got that chance to figure out, hey, since this didn't work out, like, you know, what would be my plan B? It was just more so yes. like, no dreams and no shit like that, bitch. You got to get out here in the workforce. My mom was like, listen, you going to school, you're going to be a PA, you're going to be a biology degree, you know, you're going to get your biology degree, which I did, but in the same token, you know, like, why you doing it? It's like, okay, and I'm a little competitive. It's like, all right, if I'm in this, I'm in it to win, like, you know. But at the same time, it's like, damn, did I even sit down and really ask myself what I wanted to do? Nope. And then now it's like the irony for me to at one point make more money doing makeup. Mm-hmm. And that's something that was like self-taught. I didn't go to cosmetology school and do that. But I'm like, I wish I would have just went straight into that. Like, I would tell my kid, it's okay to go into trade. You know, or like, you know, if you want to be an electrician, it's okay to have your own business. It's okay. Exactly. Exactly. Because you may end up making more money off this trade than you did that degree. And it's the people who did it because I respect the people who actually stuck that shit out and did that shit. Like when you went across that stage, you went across the stage for us. Cause I was just like, yes, I, I can't, it was so loud. I'm gonna send you the um, I got a snippet. It was like, cause you know, graduation's been going by, mm-hmm. and yo, it was a um snippet that Mercedes and all they said was just Kalani. Yeah, they didn't even get to say, they even get to say, I got two other middle names, so. By the time they said whole, like it was just so loud because my family was just turned up on another level. Even the babies was wilding, like hey, it's like you did it for us. Hell yeah. I, I sit back and I think sometimes I'm like, well, damn, because like when I finally did find a job, I was working at fucking Century 21, making minimum wage, getting paid once a week, and my mother was still giving me money. And I'm like, well, damn, if I did have a chance to figure out what the hell I wanted to do, where would my life be? Because, like, the job that I have now, I cried on the first day of orientation because I'm like, I don't want to do this shit. They paid me, but I don't really want to do this shit. 
So I told myself, I'm like, listen, this is the last job I'm going to work at. This is the last time I'm going to have to deal with other people and, you know, let other people run my life. That's how I really feel. Like, my mom is like, you need to transfer and you need to go to this, da, da, da. I'm like, listen. I, I know it sounds real ignorant. I'm only 28. I'm like, sis, if I ain't going back to school, and I and I want to get my message just to get it out of the way, but, like, honestly, I ain't trying to work for a thousand people. Mm-mm. I'm like, listen, I'm I, it's already fucking hard running your own damn business, let alone helping somebody else's business succeed, because that's what you're doing. And you realize either I'm a boss or I'm a worker. Mm-hmm. And some people is okay with, okay, at the end of the day, I know I'm going to get this X amount of money, and that's going to be it. And I'm going to go home and watch TV because this is my show. And some people be like, you know, I need two jobs, and I'm going to school, and I'm you right. know, doing this and that, but not everybody, not everybody's fit to be a boss, and not everybody, yeah, and exactly. And not everybody has that ambition, everybody's ambition is different, too. Right. But, the way the world but is wired, even though Brittany, they make sure that they give us just enough just to be their little, yeah, girl. but now regardless you know, of what, check like Brittany, they, oh, they she may exactly not what to drop off. Yeah, you may not went to school, but you know you got a house still. A lot of people don't got you got mortgage and you know, and that's the only reason why you're there. And you got a little boy that looks up to you at the end of the day. It's like, you know, it's like no matter if you got a man in the house, like if something bad happened to your kid or your kid smacks somebody, they're like, where the mother at? Where is the mother? <laughs> where the mama at? Like, you know, like, so... You know, you got to set a good standard. You want your son to be like, nah, I remember my mom used to go to work. Like, you know, some people, like, I remember my mom just laid up, not doing shit, you know, for years. Like, that ain't really, what ambition are you really getting? Right. And then they be worried that, and they be mad when they kid is a bum. But shit, you done spoon for him every goddamn thing his whole life. Now, how, how the fuck is he going to be somebody? Right, you told him all the truth in the trade how to be a bum. So what you expect? Yeah, and our parents they did something good they let us really find our way just a little bit and get a little glimpse of like you know like the real world but my mom never let me fall off the cliff like I can genuinely say that I was close a few times (laughs) I'm like I was just like okay I was just like about to fall over she was like all right sis all right get your ass up now Mm mm-hmm Right. But yeah. so in closing, ladies, yes. Do you have any anything you want to say besides parents, parents, parents? Yes. Shout out to my parents, because Lord knows I'm like you know one thing about parents, we cannot choose who they are, and you know a lot of times we get ridiculed of who our parents are. I didn't even know my father was famous. And people be dead laughing. But I was like, I didn't even know. Like, people knew him like that. I thought he was just popular in New York City. Because everywhere we went, people knew him. <sighs> Other than that, I hope everybody is still washing their tushy, washing their hands. You know, keeping it distant. <laughs> if you are in um, different states and they are opening up. Before June, do not really go out like that. 
stick to uh oh i heard it's a thing called instacart so you do not have to go to the grocery store if you don't want to yeah a lot of grocery stores are doing stuff. even for the people that out of that like even with ebt even like the liquor store direct, right fresh direct and it used to take ebt a lot of companies they, take it, they all mm-hmm. doing it they all taking it now so you ain't got to come outside you're giving yourself too much work i get we all need air Go outside by yourself. Walk by go yourself, to the park. That's what I yourself. did. Mm-hmm. You don't need to go to a supermarket with 90 million people. That's First of all, it's a line to get into that damn supermarket. So, Girl, you know, let's you not even talk about it. Outside. You side <laughs> In New York, it's insane. Nobody respects the X's on the floor. You side-eyeing everybody. This one lady, I was in a grocery store. She, she sneezed. She started yelling, I don't have Corona. It's just allergies. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't want to get beat up I'm like, but you know it's real when it's 50 people standing outside of target Mm-mm. it's like now nah, hold up we gonna order that offline b <laughs> so you wake up in the morning you brush your teeth and you grab your strap all right y'all be safe out there we will see you next week on another episode of let us sip